How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Covers college football for CBS Sports. My colleague and friend Dennis Dodd making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. So, Dodd, college football playoff rankings were officially announced yesterday. I don't think it was a surprise. Georgia 1, Michigan 2, TCU 3, Ohio State 4. Did they get it right in your eyes? Yeah, I thought they've gotten it right pretty much for nine years um, in the right order, too. Um, I thought TCU deserved to be above Ohio State because Ohio State was shopping on Saturday. They were Christmas shopping. They were paying bills. They were going out. They were, um, you know, relaxing while, as, as the country saw, TCU and Max Duggan was putting it all out on the line in the Big 12 title game. So they deserved credit for for getting to that 13th game, which, frankly, Ohio State didn't even get close to. Talking to Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. As I was going through it earlier, just sort of having fun with what it might look like if we had a 12-team playoff this season, one of the things I noticed is that the top four seeds would actually be Georgia, uh, Michigan, uh, Utah, and and Clemson. And it would push Ohio State and TCU down Ohio, uh, even further uh, because, yeah. you know, they are not conference champions, and the four buys in that 12-team system have to be the highest-rated conference champions. Is that a flaw in the system or just something, well, you know, it'll be no big deal? No, I, I think it's a must. It's, it's what the NFL does when they put an emphasis on division winners. Uh, you put an emphasis on winning your conference. Mm-hmm. That keeps teams – from tanking, from sitting players out. And there's already criticism in the future about games being for seeding, uh, Alabama, Tennessee being for seeding, Georgia, Tennessee being for seeding. Um, no, I think the pursuit of that, of that uh, conference championship and especially that top four where you get to rest is going to be key. And I can't, Gary, I can't believe there hasn't been more discussion and maybe there will be on the number of games that are going to be played out of this thing. No schools that have to play in the first round and advance out and get to the championship game, we'll be playing 17 games. They're going to be playing an NFL schedule. So, no, I, I think this is really important that they, uh, that they emphasize those conference winners at the top. Uh, Dan Walken, who, of course, covers college football for mm-hmm. USA Today, had a column last week on this subject saying if you were going to generate all of this revenue that an additional uh, playoff games will generate – and you're going to ask student athletes to, you know, put their bodies through several more weeks of practices and games. 
Um, we have a way to cut them in on this now and that you should create yeah. um, a name, image, and likeness uh, opportunities for literally every active player on every college football playoff roster and get them real money, if, if only to make them feel less resentful about uh, you know the expanded playoffs. Is that an idea you could get behind? Yeah, in fact, it was discussed in tw- August of 2021 at the uh, it's called the bowl, the bowl season. That's the name of the company now that oversees all the bowls. And there was a bunch of these guys in the room. And this is when NIL had just hit. It had hit a month earlier, and they were very attracted to the idea of why can't we pay these guys for commercials to promote our bowl and sell our tickets during that month? It seems to be no downside. It seems to be a win for win. I think the next pressure point is going to be when the CFP signs this monster deal for the expanded playoff. They're going to get $450 million in each of the last two years, 24 and 25, for expanding under the current contract. But then estimates are that, at least the ones I've been able to ferret out, is that this 12-team thing is going to be worth $1.6 billion per year. Um, and there's going to be pressure at that point uh, to make these players, to, to give them a chunk of change, uh, the participating players, if not spread it all throughout uh, FBS, because we're already headed towards that model where players are either going to be employees or collectively bargain or both. You may not like it. It's going to be a reality secretly. Uh, every AD in the country is going to tell you that because some are saying it out loud. So let's see, how, how much is $200 million out of $1.6 billion? That's a drop in the bucket of that total. Spread that out to the 13,000 um, FBS players. You might have solved your problem. Talking to Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. Um, Ohio State announced today that one of its receivers who is going to enter the NFL draft is going to opt out of the college football playoff. This would be the equivalent of a point guard opting out of the NCAA tournament just before the start of it, which is something uh, I don't believe we've ever seen. Are you surprised this is happening? I understood why and, and, and the logic behind uh, players opting out of lesser bowls. But this is for the opportunity to win a national championship. I, I, maybe I'm naive. I didn't think we'd get to this point. No, it's not what it seems. He's been hurt, and he's only played three games this year. And I, you know, okay, does he get better in another month? I don't know. But is the risk-reward in a, in a championship, um, you know, worth it? So I think the injury factor isn't, you know, this isn't Will Anderson at Alabama playing in the playoffs saying, yeah, you know, I'm good, I'm going to save my body. No, this kid's genuinely hurt. He may be hurt again. I mean, there was that situation with, uh, with Tua with the hip a few years ago when he, obviously he was out, but had, you know, if he was able to play, could he have opted out? Of course he could have. So that's what you're seeing here. And so when that hit, it didn't, it didn't really hit me. He wasn't fully healed yet. And I don't know what kind of shape he'd be in in a month. Uh, better maybe, but maybe not. And then you throw in, what are his advisors and his family telling him? So I don't, this doesn't, this doesn't, uh, you know, have the sniff test of always letting down his teammates. I, you know, the Boses did this. What was the last? Yeah. But Nick or Joey did this. He was, after three games, he was out and not only got ready for the draft, just left the team and said, no, nah, I'm good. This isn't that. 
I, I wonder, and, and obviously we don't know where college athletics is going yeah. as it pertains to name, image, and likeness, but I wonder if you could envision a scenario where someday, and I know pay-for-play is technically forbidden, but we both know what's happening. Oh, yeah. If, if schools have a collective put together that, and, and players leverage their availability for the playoff against that, saying, hey, I'm going to need a new $250,000 deal, or I might just yeah. call it a college career. Like, is it crazy to think we could get to that? No, it's not. Um, you know, you've got a quarterback at Tennessee coming in who's already signed a contract worth, what is it, $8 million over the next three years. Um, you know, what, uh, it'll come to the point where, you know, what amount of money can you give me to keep me in this playoffs, in this game, where I, I don't risk NFL riches? Now, that's going to be a pretty big, for the star players, that's going to be a pretty big amount because they're going to make uh, eight-figure signing bonuses. Um, and maybe there isn't an amount of money that would keep them in. But you're right, Gary. That is something to consider. Talking to Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. He's on Twitter, at Dennis Dodd, CBS. Big coaching carousel headline this weekend. Deion Sanders has left Jackson State for Colorado. When he was hired in September 2020, uh, I don't think most people knew what to think of it. Some people actually mocked it. But the truth is, he went to Jackson State and absolutely killed it at that job. Uh, 12-0 and this year, 11-2 yeah. and last year. Um, he, he is a brand in and of himself. Do you think what he did in Jackson is going to translate to Boulder, Colorado? I absolutely do. I, I wrote a story in the middle of the season just kind of – I was thinking to myself – okay, am I missing something? Can this guy coach? And instead of like answering that myself, because I don't know, I talked to people who had been up close with him. And I, I talked to the, you guys know Hunter Hirachek at Arkansas, mm-hmm. nearby. He had interviewed him twice before he hired Sam Pittman. The first time was a courtesy interview because uh, Eric Musselman's agent had a relationship with Dion and said, you ought to interview this guy. So he did, and he was so impressed that he got his number two on a plane, and they went and interviewed him a second time in Dallas. And he was so impressed. Now, they ended up hiring him, but he was so impressed, he told me that he knew more about our team than we did in terms of recruiting, what plays we ran, the talent on the roster. He knew everything. He absolutely can coach at the Power 5 level. I've talked to people in search firms. who His name has come up. They believe in it. And he just, like you said, look at the record, 27-5. and five. He brought HBCU from that, which was really nothing at the bottom of the barrel, to, uh, to prominence. And now he's asked to do the same thing in Colorado. And I think it, he can't fail there. This is Gary. This is the worst program in the Power Five. They were one and eleven. They've cratered. He's in an ideal situation to succeed. You may you may disagree with the tactics. You probably saw that video of him telling the players that, <laughs> that he's going to bring in a new team. Yes, but. But he's in a he's in a, an era where he can do that with NIL and the transfer portal. And look, can he get a Colorado to a bowl game? That's all they're asking right now. Uh, we've seen it happen with Lincoln Riley. We've seen it happen with Sonny Dykes at TCU. They had 14 new players. Now they're in the playoff. Look, uh, USC was TCU is. So yeah, absolutely, he can succeed, and I think he will. Frankly, I think he will too. I'm wrapping up here with Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. Last thing before I let you go. Back to the college football playoff. Uh, For one reason or another, um, more often than not, our national semifinals in college football 
have been yeah. have been blowouts. Um, do you think we get at least one and possibly two competitive football games um, when we get uh, these semifinals coming up here in just a few weeks? Yeah, the average has been just around three touchdowns spread in the semis. Yeah, um, yeah it, it, really boring. Um, yeah, Michigan goes and gets blown out thirty-four to eleven by by Georgia last year. Um, yeah, I look. Uh, Ohio State was a team I thought that for a while might could be the best in the country. After seeing them against Michigan, I think they've got flaws, and they've got a big problem matching up with uh, with Georgia because of the physicality. Same with TCU. I'm not saying TCU soft. I'm just saying they like to go up and down the field and trade scores with you. Michigan is fourth in the country in time of possession. So in the little time the TCU has with the ball, they're going to have to cash in against the top five defense. So I, I guess that's a long-winded way of saying, yeah, it's going to be hard for me to see a close game in those semis. That is Dennis Dodd from CBS Sports. Make sure you're reading him, cbssports.com. Watching him on CBS Sports HQ and following him on Twitter, at Dennis Dodd CBS. You're the best, buddy. Thank you for your time. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with a vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.